AJ. <laughs> AJ. What up, player? AJ, marry, fuck, kill. Astrobot, No Man's Sky, Dreams. Oh, man. Uh, I thought long and hard about this. Uh, Astrobot, No Man's Sky, and Dreams. Marry, fuck, kill. Uh, kill Astrobot. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God! Dude, what that poor no little guy, poor little and Mary dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I don't think you're too far off. I think I think that works just fine. That's a, probably the hardest question I've ever been asked in my life. Well, it, wow, and it took you mere seconds to answer. This is good. <laughs> this is good. All right, man. We will t- let's get this show started. We'll I'm, I'm quick like that. Let's, let's I mean, thing. not like that, but you know, what I mean. quick like you're quick in other ways. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> let's start the show. I do like that your long shadows is game cat meow said fuck dreams you never know what you're gonna get that's why you gotta wrap it this is psvr gamescast live <laughs> right here live 6 p.m eastern how do we start the show who cares Coming at it's live right here me. <laughs> on youtube 6 p.m eastern uh if you don't like watching us live or seeing our lovely faces uh, then don't forget you can always go to the podcast service of your choice spotify Apple Podcast. I don't know. There's probably like 1,700 other ones. And listen to us over there. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this guy over here, my hetero life mate, AJ, can't do this fucking thing without him from the underground. PSVR Underground. What is up, man? What is up, game cats? Happy Monday. And I know Mondays usually suck. Yes, it's true. Is it Monday? But we are here, Brian. To make their Monday suck. Just a little bit less. Yeah, that much. That much less. No mas. Guys, uh, if you if you had to wait all day to make your Monday suck just a little bit less, the alternative would be heading on over to our Discord. The link's in the description below, and uh, we can make your Monday suck a little bit less all day long. <laughs> just hang out and say, what's up? What's going on? You guys make my Monday suck less. That's for sure. Uh, like I said, click the link in the description below. Uh, also consider uh, hitting us up on patreon.com slash without pro games. Our goal is to hire this guy right here before PlayStation VR 2 gets here, which, as we know, the reveal is just mere weeks, <coughs> months away. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so we have mere months to get this guy hired. Let's figure that shit out. It was out. a nice, it was a nice save. I badgered him about the <laughs> thumbnail before the show. I'm like, dude, you can't keep telling people it's weeks away. I was like, 20, 20 weeks so. is still weeks. <laughs> yeah, weeks. Yeah. Do you know how long we like waited? At least, at least fifteen weeks away. I mean, it's weeks, yeah, but. Do you, you know, do you know how long we've like waited? Doing Halloween all over again. This is nothing, man. This is nothing. We waited for two <laughs> years to be this close to the PSVR two reveal. It's mere weeks away, even if it's easier to say months because it's so close. You taste it. Away. I know, and it tastes so good. It tastes like orbs. I love it. Mm. Orbs, so, oh, so salty. Orbs. Why are orbs so salty? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> mm. Uh, man, AJ, this is uh, traditionally a pretty quiet week uh, for P- for PSVR news, for PlayStation news, for video game news, because, uh, you know, everyone was on Christmas break just now and, uh, and then gearing up for the holiday, for, uh, for New Year's Eve, New Year's Day and all that stuff. 
So uh, a lot of a lot of industries are kind of just shut down and give their employees a week off. And so it's not exactly typical for to get a lot of PlayStation VR news. Um, and uh, and I think you and I had so much fun talking about that Android Central article. Uh, it was and you know all the cats seem to really be into it. And uh, and and you you were kind of like trolling the internet. That's not what I meant. I meant you were kind of like looking <laughs> around the internet and found uh, another article that maybe we all thought would be uh, okay fun to talk about right yeah yeah you caught me off guard when you said trolling i mean well uh, that's yeah. just such a popular alternative thing these days right Don't, alternative meaning to trolling. to trolling you know it's been replaced by internet speak that's right absolutely hey, aj say say something say something eloquent and powerful uh what i don't know i'm trying i forgot to test this out we were so busy before the show i forgot to test the sound levels and you're always a little too loud so i think i think i dropped you down to the right oh but oh yeah thank you okay Um, (laughs) you're such a forceful speaker aj we had to take you down a notch we want to give a shout why i'm here (laughs) we we want to give a shout out now let's ride the game feline uh with the 20 dollar tip says missed the christmas eve show uh live and saw all the christmas donations so here's a Meager addition to the holiday pot. Not twenty dollars is not any meager addition, Nihilus Ryan. We love you so very much. Uh, thank you for the generosity. Uh, also, Your Long Shadows is a game cat meow meow with the fifty Nokia cell phones, which, as we know, are going just nothing but up in value. It says y'all start at midnight, so actually herald the end of Mondays for me. Oh, so it's like a celebration, man. It's like, oh fuck that Monday, it's over. Let's celebrate with Gamescast Live. Hell yeah! Good, good to see you again, Your Long Shadows. Uh, and happy birthday! Very soon, very what? very soon. When? Yeah. When? Birthday, her uh, birthday's at midnight. Just weeks away. <laughs> like the most here. <laughs> oh man! Uh, Jupiter Sky says my Tuesday morning is just getting started, dude. The world is so strange. <laughs> it's like barely, it just yeah. got dark here. I don't know what's happening. Um, all right, dude. Let's. Uh, so the the article we wanted to talk about. Um, was a uh, was a game rent article, and I did see Matthew. There are great things about them. <laughs> yeah, Matthew Longo before the show even started was basically like fuck game rant, and uh, it, he's not wrong, man. Like ga- game rants, whatever. If, if you enjoy reading it, then wonderful. But it's not exactly what I'd consider like a you know super journalistic uh, or like you know like real high tier when it comes to gaming journalism. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a fun read, and, uh, and and I thought that we would have fun, and you thought we'd have fun responding to it during the show. So hopefully, if nothing else, this is entertaining. Um, I'm looking at their site. I haven't really read them before, but I'm looking at the front page, and I see nothing very offensive. Nothing offensive, but I think that's kind of what they're all about. It's just kind of like filler pieces. It's just like <laughs> Gotcha. We're very offensive here, yeah. So. I mean, as, Understood. as offensive <laughs> as we can possibly get, for sure. Yeah. So, all right, man. Yeah, you know what? Like, just I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent here because you know we do have something to talk about today. But uh, but Brax Pro says, why can't we all just have the time same time zone? And like, I am not only so all about that. It's just like, dude, I don't I don't care. Like, why why does why does why does eight a.m. have to be the start of somebody's day? Right? Why you'd run into the same issue though? Uh, because you'd be like, "Good morning," and they're like, "No, it's it's actually nighttime here," and you'd run into the same thing. But so. if it's eight a.m. all around the world, you say "Good morning," and it's like you know, it's it's like it's like you say "Merry Christmas," and if you happen to be Jewish or or you don't celebrate the religion, you don't get mad about it. You just say, "Oh yeah, you know, happy holidays to you too." Whatever you know, you're not like "fuck you." Eight p.m. over here, <laughs> like it's good night here. How how dare you say good morning? I'm just saying, it's like we, we need we need to get 
we need to get um, auto meridium. That's not that's not what it stands for. Uh, we need to figure out the difference between weeks and months first. Let's let's start with that and then. Start start with the big stuff and work our way down to the little stuff. Okay, okay. Can we at least agree to get rid of um, uh, daylight savings time? Can we can we start there? I really like the fallback though. Really, not your fan today. All right, let's (laughs) (laughs) let's let's let's. let's I'm not a big fan of the springing forward so much as I am falling back. That's that's perfectly fine. That's perfect. So let's just get rid of the spring forward one. So we constantly gain an hour yes, every exactly. year. <laughs> See? See? Right? There's some good ideas here. There's some good ideas. And then eventually it just works itself out in like, you know, 24 years. <laughs> we're exactly where we started. Just a day earlier. I think we got it all figured out, AJ. Who needs science? <laughs> You've got Gamescast Live. All right, man. Let's, uh, let's check out this article. Uh, again, this is from Game Rant. Uh, it's called "How Can PlayStation Improve PSVR 2? And I f- and I find the title hilarious. Uh, just get diving right into it because I'm like, PSVR 2 is not out. It doesn't need improvement yet. Uh, no one other than us has leaked the specs. So uh, we're off to a good start, I think, with the uh, with with the article name. Uh, it's called. It's yeah. called "How Can PlayStation Improve PSVR 2?" By uh, this is going to be. Terribly said by me, uh, Smengs, Smengolisto Simulane. Hopefully that's somewhere close. Published December 15th, 2021. Uh, subtitles, virtual reality will likely be a big part of gaming's future, and Sony can do a lot with the PSVR 2 hardware to ensure it's improved over PSVR. Uh, although it's gotten off to a slow start, VR gaming is steadily gaining a foothold in the games industry. Uh, this is in part thanks to several successful VR games that have been released in recent years. This includes Half-Life Alex by Valve uh, and Resident Evil 4 VR, which is a port of the popular horror game by Capcom. Sony has invested in VR gaming through the PSVR, along with the exclusive games that have been released for it. To play titles such as Wipeout Omega Collection and Astrobot Rescue Mission in VR is an experience capable of revolutionizing the way people experience gaming. Very true. They left out a couple, though. I mean, you they forgot. You know, those were, of course, big mainstream headlining things for sure. But, you know, Skyrim VR would put put PSVR on the map, I think. Um, and, uh, yeah, at least they gave a nod to a Wipeout Omega and Astrobot Rescue Mission because those are definitely two of the top-tier quality games that – you grew up on well, at least platformers. You grew up on uh, Wipeout is was an original PlayStation launch game, and and yeah, and experiencing Wipeout uh, in VR is like something else. It is, it is like wow, I can't believe this wasn't originally this way to begin with. Yeah, uh, I don't want to shit on this author or anything, like, but uh, it is interesting that he notes uh, two flat screen ports in his reasoning that VR is starting to become more successful. And if you pay attention later in the article. Uh, he kind of he kind of goes back on that statement, uh, and it's mm. like this is this isn't what VR needs to be successful yet. So far, it's exactly what PlayStation what VR has uh, needed to be successful. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I, I totally agree with him, and uh, like a lot of great titles and blah blah blah. Let's move on. Resident Evil Seven was a big deal for us as well. Oh, That's, dude, I'm personally like that so much more than Resident Evil Four, and like it's not even close. Yeah. But the port of, of theirs is, is fine, though, because it has the hands. But yeah, please continue. While the PSVR has introduced many gamers to the world of VR gaming, it's also repelled some due to how unwieldy the entire system can be at times. Oh, man, eerie Indiana. 
good, sh- good shout, Hack. Uh, requiring odd <laughs> peripherals and plenty of wires. Sorry, easily distracted today. Fortunately, Sony is improving its VR hardware with the release of PSVR 2, which is scheduled to hit stores in 2022. Sony has been very hushed about details surrounding the PSVR 2, which has given gamers plenty of opportunities to think about all the hopes and dreams they have for the upcoming VR peripheral. Yeah, uh, a lot of people complain about the wires and, you know, for a long time, there's people, it was hard to get uh, move controllers. I don't completely disagree here. Uh, There's, um, and we're going to share some of our own notes as well as to what we think can really help uh, give it a boost. Um, But yeah, that's people's biggest complaint is the hardware. Uh, which has basically driven people to other VR headsets or, or just waiting for PSVR 2 because of that. The Lots of complaints about the tracking and, and the wires and all that. Of course, mine is like super easy for me. It's like second nature, but uh, but I can understand as somebody who is jumping in for the first time, uh, there's, there's a lot of barriers. And um, Sony has actually gone on record saying that they've learned a lot from PSVR 1 and they're going to use that to enhance uh, PSVR 2 just that much more. Uh, and things like, you know, having the one cable uh, instead of, like, the breakout box and having inside-out tracking, um, lots of other things. Yeah, I, I do agree with him because, you know, running a YouTube channel uh, about PlayStation VR, I do see the comments all the time. I see the comments saying, uh, hey, you know, it's it sucks that this game doesn't support the moves or that, hey, it's impossible to uh, get the moves at a, at a decent price anymore or even find the moves or get an aim controller at a decent price. Um, and so, you know, people who are just getting into the system maybe only have the DualShock 4 and they're like, oh, man, should I buy these controllers or this controller? And man, it's like it's like it's so expensive to, to be able to pick them all up. And then you have to sort of think ahead as to, like, what games am I going to be playing on this? You know, meanwhile, like, you and I, who got in pretty early on, I was there from day one. And uh, and I had my move controllers from the PS3 days. Uh, and, you know, and then when the aim controller came out, it was just like, oh, this looks amazing. This is exactly what I want. And so like, we slowly get to add things to uh, to our arsenal. And so people are jumping in trying to get everything all at once right now. It can be super duper overwhelming. So I totally understand that. <clears throat> Uh, don't forget the 3D rudder, yeah. The, the DualShock 4, the aim controller, the moves, and of course, it, and I mean, and, and we joke about the 3D rudder, but for a lot of people, that is a curiosity, being like, is this something I need to, like, you know, invest in? Is this something I need to purchase? Yep. And the answer is no, luckily. Uh, one less yep. thing you have to pick up. Um, yeah, so assuming it'll alleviate a huge barrier, including the controllers with the headset this time. Um, and I still use my PS3 move controllers as well. Um, those, I wonder how long they're going to last. That's pretty impressive that they lasted this long, but, um, but yeah, everything all in the box together, uh, will make it a lot less of a hassle for people not having to get a camera externally, not have to get, uh, the move controllers from a separate source. Um, so that will obviously be a huge improvement with the next gen headset. I I think the author here is though, overlooking a super, super duper important point, right? People, uh, when people complain uh, or say that PSVR repelled some gamers. Uh, none of these reasons are really the thing I think that repels the gamers, right? It's like, oh, here's a bunch of reasons I could. It could be the wires, you know, and it could be like you know a ton of accessories and blah blah blah. But what it, that was never that was never what I heard from people. Anytime I put someone into VR or or had them play a VR game, they were like, why why doesn't this look better? You know, they they saw the screen door effect, or they saw, uh, or they or they were just like, this kind of looks the like a PS2 game, 
right? Yeah, you the, know, Resident Evil the, 7 oh. and Hitman, those are exceptions to the rule, not the rule itself. Yeah, I, I agree. The way the games look on a flat screen, they just don't do it justice. You can't, you can't know how VR is until you put the headset on and experience it. And that really gives you the full sense of scale and size of everything. And, uh, of course, feeling stuff as well, because a lot of times you're reaching out, interacting, and you, it is hard to convey those things by watching on a flat screen, yeah. uh, which is what you typically would do. Right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, look for the underground game cat with the five euros says Astro and Wipeout. They say, uh, how about Resident Evil seven Hitman, uh, Farpoint, dreams, blood and truth, fract, Arashi, firewall, rush of blood. Uh, all, <laughs> all good choices. Looper. Um, very good stuff. Thank you very much for your donation. Um, all right. No man's sky and Iron Man were, were huge. Yeah. I mean, the fact oh, that man. Iron Man wasn't even mentioned and that's like or blood and truth, um, these were huge bundles that went out and people went crazy over. Yeah, yeah. The, but Beat Saber was in a bundle for a while there too, right? Yeah, I think it was, yeah, shortly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that was insanely popular. Mm-hmm. Um, bu- 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 um, all right, let's see. Let's move on. Uh, so the next the next segment begins with uh, Sony should... There it is. Sony should fully support PSVR 2 for a long time. Not all good ideas get a fair shot to succeed. And AJ, please stop me if we could just if you have anything to uh, to go because okay. I, I might go a little bit long here. Uh, not all good ideas get a fair shot to succeed. Within the gaming world, this was perhaps most painfully seen with the PlayStation Vita. On paper, the device was the perfect handheld gaming console. It was a technical marvel for its time. Plays graphically intense games on the go, and is a robust multimedia device. To top it all off, it's an impressive, elegant gadget that is good. It is as good to look at as it is to play. Um, I do want to stop there for a second. You you are a big Vita supporter, so you would have better insight to this than I would. Yeah, I, I want to stop there just for a second and say yes, the Vita is amazing. You know that OLED screen was beautiful and, and everything else, but the but I mean it's it's not it's not as beautiful to play as it is to look at. You know we we didn't have we didn't have the triggers we just had the bumpers right so you didn't have l2 or r2 you just had the touchscreen on back which touchscreen is fucking garbage like it worked great but who the hell wants a touchscreen on the back of the system right so there's there's a whole lot of factors here i don't even think we were so happy to get two analog sticks that not a lot of not enough people mentioned how how much fun it wasn't it wasn't fun to use those tiny little analog sticks you know it does it does say on paper the device was perfect uh, no, I disagree because the only reason I didn't buy it was mm-hmm. because it required a separate like $80 memory card. Yes. And so this is in terms of software, if you want to make the comparison, I mean, as far as I know, they did support the software with it, it with software for quite a while, unless I'm wrong with that. I know maybe more indies maybe yeah. held held up the back end of it, but um, and not enough first party. But um, but yeah, I think the uh, the Vita only sold about. 10 12 million something like that and when there's a market with like uh the nintendo handhelds selling like 30 to 60 70 million something like that like that's what they were really going for they invested quite a lot of tech into it um and yeah and kind of let it let it go a little too soon yeah, I didn't. I, I I didn't even get to that, but I one hundred percent agree with you about um, those memory sticks. They, they were proprietary memory yeah. sticks. They are still wicked expensive. Like they never went down in price ever. Um, yeah. And so you know, people. people well, I never even, got one. 
it was hard to even get into a Vita because what it was like three hundred bucks I think at launch, which was like it was you know premium handheld device. And I think if it came with you know a sixteen gig uh, memory stick or something, it would have been one thing. But I think it was like I don't even know if the original model came with one. They eventually included like a one gig stick. Um, it was just so 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 expensive to get into that and a ton of people just didn't even bother. Um, and then yeah, the, I mean, man, I don't like the analog sticks and the it's... back touch screen. It just seemed like a lot of extraneous stuff that boosted the price and did not boost anyone's experience you know it's not the best comparison so i think it's safe to kind of move along but i will say uh at least the it's a better comparison to that than it is like 3d tvs because anybody that says uh vr is like 3d tvs i'm like you're an idiot (laughs) like it is not even close um but i can see some connections to trying to compare it to the Vita, although it's still that's a not the best one, but they but I get I get where they're coming from, although it's doesn't really add up for me still. Well, he he goes on he goes on to say more about the Vita, so I'm going to have a little bit more to say about the Vita too, uh, because okay. as you said, I'm such a Vita guy. Um, he says, unfortunately, it didn't live up to the expectations surrounding it. And Sony, uh, here, make scroll down for you guys. Uh, and Sony eventually cut off the device's lifespan short before abandoning it. Um, a lot of gaming potential was lost in the process, and although Vita had miraculously managed to maintain a small cult following through the constant release of JRPGs and visual novels from third-party studios, it never got to spread its wings. The story of the PlayStation Vita is a sad one, and it illustrates how things can go awry if a gaming system does not have constant support. Um, now, I totally—I mean, I totally do agree with this, and I, and I think he kind of. He was spot on about the support because at the beginning, Sony was trying to say, hey, look, it's a gaming console in your hands, right? Look, it's mm-hmm. it's a new Uncharted game that you can only play here, and it has Vita-specific controls. And then here's a new Resistance game that you can only play here. Here's a new Killzone game that you can only play here. They were really trying to make it like, hey, this is a console in your hands. Look how beautiful it is, and look at the, 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 the AAA titles we're bringing your way. Uh, and that fell off very quickly as soon as they realized that no one was buying it. Um, and yeah, and like JRPGs and, uh, and visual novels are like 95% of the um, the catalog now. now. I still think this, this comparison still bothers me because <laughs> I still think this is like trying to compare it. This would only make sense if handhelds were like an emerging market, like just getting its first start. Mm-hmm. And this was, was, was the situation. That would make more sense to me. But handhelds had been out for what twenty years, something already. Oh, so easily, maybe more. Yeah. So, so it's a little bit. I still think it's a not the best comparison. It's, but. it's not a great comparison, and to make it worse, um, you know, to to com- if you are trying to compare these side by side, you're going to realize that like Vita wasn't supported by PlayStation from start to finish. It, it they they gave it a shot. It didn't work out. They sort of jumped ship and sort of let it do its own thing uh, with a niche market. PSVR one was supported by Sony from start to finish. Like it's not even over and we haven't gotten the we, final. We still have exclusives coming. Exactly. I mean, and, but that also shows that just having first party or software support and exclusives is, is not exactly, uh, will retain like a viable platform. Uh, if, if the hardware is too outdated. So that is a thing as well. Yeah. Uh, we do, I do want to give a shout-out to Delirium Drew VR with the $20 tip. says, Merry Christmas without parole, and to all the loyal game cats as well. Drew, Merry Christmas so much. We love you. Merry Christmas, man. Merry belated Christmas. Uh, your long shadows game cat meow with another 50 Nokia cell phones. says, how can Sony, how Sony can improve PSVR 2? Bring back the dang 3D movies to PlayStation 5. Stick a cinema in there. 
Uh, oh, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're like I, I said, we've got ideas. some we've got some notes in of ourselves to add to this. Yeah. I I mean this yeah, I agree with that so hard uh on everything because whew, it'd be a You'll like what I have to say. You'll like my suggestion way more though. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Although people do really like that three D screen effect. I mean, I think it's cool for some cutscenes and whatnot. Um, like if a game has to go into a flat screen cutscene, I do like it when they, you know, spruce it up a little bit, make it, make it either 3d or, or have some kind of like, you know, stuff going on around it. So the Vita, the Vita comparison continues and, uh, and, and I'm, and I'm kind of glad it does because every time he says something else about the Vita, it gives me another (laughs) reason to like shut him down a little bit. Uh, He says the PlayStation VR two has the potential to find itself in the same position of the as the Vita. If the same comes to pass, it's a niche device and not everybody has been sold on the idea of VR gaming just yet. However, this does not mean the PSVR two should be treated as a side project. Now, do you have it before I go on another Vita rant? Would you like to say anything? <laughs> um, it's kind of vague, uh, but no, you can you can go ahead and uh, okay. you you can go ahead and go on your rant. I, I agree with some of that, and I disagree with some of it. So I swear this is my last Vita rant. I think he's done talking about the Vita. I'll be done talking about the Vita. We'll Thank be done. God. Well, I'll be done talking about the Vita in just a minute. I promise Justice you guys. Just for Vita. I know. I mean, you, this is your moment, man. Take really, it. I mean, like this bookshelf here is like this is this is my Vita shelf. Like it's it's pretty much all Vita. Um, so he he basically says it's a it's a niche device, uh, and it shouldn't be treated. PSVR two shouldn't be treated like a side project. Now. The comparison that I want to make about what's going to be happening with PlayStation VR 2 and PlayStation 5 is sort of what Nintendo just demonstrated on a hardware level. Nintendo successfully merged their like kind of flailing console business with their super crazy over-the-top successful handheld market by creating the Switch, right? One device that does everything. It's like, no, it's your handheld, it's your portable, uh, and it's also your home console, and you can play it however the fuck you want. And I was like, this yeah. is beautiful. They like, they're like, this, their console thing wasn't working. So they're like, let's just do, make our portable the console. And I like where this is going. I like th- where this is going. This is what Sony's doing, but from a software perspective, they're saying, well, the, the VR thing isn't working from a, from a hardware perspective. Like it's, you know, it's, it's not selling. It's not, we're not getting enough people into it. And so from a, some of software perspective, they are able to say, let's merge the two. Right. And so now we're going to spend tens of millions of dollars on these on these flat screen AAA titles for PlayStation 5, just like they did with the, the Vita, but then no one bought the Vita stuff. This way, they don't have to spend tens of millions of dollars on PSVR 2 titles. They can spend tens of millions of dollars on PlayStation 5 titles and make them hybrid games. So just like Nintendo did on the hardware side, PlayStation's just kind of like dragging VR along behind them, being like, no, 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 you're coming too. We're, we're spending all this money, and you're coming too. And just dragging the dragging the headset with them and saying, it's all going to work together because we've designed it that way. And so he I think says, it's a brilliant strategy. He said it yeah. shouldn't be treated like a side project, and it's not. It's just an alternative way to play the games that you're already buying. It is, right. at its core, just another way, just another television. I don't know. How do you feel about like that? It. Yeah, uh, I think it'd be a great. I think that's the the best winning strategy uh, you have, and I think there is a mention of games. So when we when we get into that, uh, I'll have more to say on that. 
Nick Mueller, the game cat, with a $50 tip. God damn it, Nick. It says, wow. uh, not that big of a fan of Christmas, but it's National Fruitcake Day. So that's kind of a big deal. So happy <laughs> National Fruitcake Day. Okay, maybe I was busy on Christmas Eve, too. I mean, I'm assuming every day is National Something Day. Um, we got, we got to figure out all the cool ones and, and make a list. Nick, thank you so much. We really love you. Uh, also, just incredible with my- a $10 tip. Do you want to read this one off? Because he's your dude. Yes, that's my dude. Just incredible. $10. Thank you so much, man. It says, happy holidays, gents. Happy holidays to you, Justin. VR is taking off this Christmas. Super excited for the near future, especially with my most anticipated NG VR game coming to fruition. Oh, the possibilities. What is your most? In- you can't say that. No, he didn't say game. And then not game. tell us what your. He, what? he didn't say game. Oh, most anticipated <laughs> NG VR. Coming. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah, man. 2022's. Our year, man, only several weeks away from being announced. I mean, totally several weeks, right? Even if it's 50 several, weeks away. Several it's, weeks it's, away. It's, it's mere weeks away. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, for, for, for anyone who wasn't, like, you know, here at the beginning of the show, I changed the thumbnail, <laughs> like, at the absolute it last It said second. we're weeks away from a reveal. It's like, yeah, I was like, 20, 20 I was like 15, weeks. 20 weeks is weeks. Like, for hundreds of weeks we've waited. This is nothing. <laughs> Thank you very much, Justin. Um, I don't know where we're at. Oh, okay. So it says, uh, with continuous support from Sony, including a steady stream of first-party releases that show off the power of PSVR 2, the device can be a great success that satisfies both Sony and gamers. Uh, building a player base for the system will also require Sony to price the PSVR 2 reasonably. If things go wrong, gamers could be left with a rather expensive blindfold with not many games to play on it. Yeah, I held off at first. Uh, you know, I've I've always liked some of their experimental tech, and I held off for a while uh, for the PSVR one um, because I was a day one adopter of the PSI toy and the Move controllers, and they had like sports champions, uh, which was cool. But they had like that, and like I think like one other game for like years, and then it wasn't until years and years later, I th- I feel like that they finally released. Um, some additional games for it. But then with PSVR, like they, they kind of came out, they had resident evil seven, rush of blood. Um, they had uh, Skyrim VR Farpoint, And I was like, okay, I'm sold. Like they are clearly supporting this with software. And like I've said before, the software is, I think uh, 90, 70, I would say like 70 to 80% of the selling factor for any console or peripheral, or uh, accessory, whatever, it's got to have the games to back it up. That is absolutely crucial. Um, so games do it, but as we've seen with PSVR 1, it's not the uh, entire thing that, that it needs. There's lots of things at play here for PSVR 2 to be successful. This is, this is the only time, I think, in the entire article he mentions price. No. No, he talks about price later on, too? Yeah, I think so. All right, cool. Because, yeah, I just, I, I personally, as long as everything in the, as long as everything that you need to play is in the box, mm-hmm. and there's no confusion and no other shit to buy later, you have the, you have your PlayStation yeah. Five already, and then you buy your PSVR two, and you're good to go. As long as there's nothing else that you need, like extra battery packs and <laughs> weird ass yeah. straps to make the no make accessories for for the accessory. You know right? what I mean? Is as long as you get everything, then it's like even if it's like five hundred bucks, and I know that's going to be kind of expensive. Uh, a lot of people are hoping it's like three or four hundred bucks. Even if it's five, I think that it's like it's it's kind of good to go as long as it blows people away. Um, that might be that might be a little high, but 
Uh, yeah, I actually don't know if I'm confusing the last article with this one in terms of mentioning the price, but yeah. price will definitely be a really important factor as well. It will be. It will be. But I just I, I'm I want to make sure that you know I, I I hope that their marketing is 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 spot on enough to to let people know that this is like a premium headset and differentiate itself from everything else that's on the market right now, and uh, really show people the differences that PSVR two are going to make, um, and then what they can justify the price. Um, Cecil Miko or Miko, sorry, in the chat with the five dollar tips says PSA for those who are concerned about the PSVR cable. I didn't, I don't notice the cable with the Kiwi Design Pro VR cable management V two on Amazon uh, on the ceiling. Oh, uh, so, so yeah, some people like to use the thing where you. Uh, I don't know if that's like an actual. Is that is that an ad? Uh, yeah, <laughs> or is C- that a real Cecil that, Cecil Miko? You work uh, for Kiwi Design, <laughs> also known as CEO of uh, Kiwi Design Limited. Uh, no, uh, that, that's the cheapest way you can get advertisement. It's funny because I just got an email from Kiwi being like, "Hey, uh, we'd love to advertise this this stuff on your channel." Um, also, they not sent a me. They they sent me a um a, a pulley system the, the exact thing that he's talking about and I I just can't uh, with my ceiling uh, install it the way that I need to but the pulley it's all super high quality so you know I mean this isn't technically a paid endorsement but they did send me one and uh, yeah the, <laughs> Cecil's not lying man it's a if you can if you can screw things into your ceiling it's actually a great cable management system so uh, well played Cecil <laughs> well played <laughs> I don't know I'm just kidding I'm sure he's a, I'm sure he's a great cat. Um, we also got uh, Walid Saeed Baridi with the Canadian ten dollars tips. It's hi Brian AJ. May peace be with peace be upon both of you. It's 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 up here. It's making its way down. Soon it'll be upon me. Um, <laughs> I keep up the good work. I'm excited for the PSVR two reveal games cast. Please share any bit of insider info related to the reveal or the hardware. AJ, <laughs> mere weeks away. <laughs> I I look. The truth is, man. There's a lot that um, is best left for the surprise, right? There's, there's, there's some other. There's lots of cool info, lots of stuff, but we want the official reveal. We wanna, we wanna enjoy this moment all together. Um, and there's really, really exciting stuff ahead. Um, but it's really gonna be best if we all like, kind of experience it at once. You don't want it spoiled. It's like, no, you don't want Spider Man spoiled, right? Like, you want to go see Spider Man. I don't, also I don't, not a sponsor. I, I, I don't really care. <laughs> you can spoil Spider-Man. I don't really care. Like I've had three people spoil Spider-Man already, and they're like, can I spoil it? I was like, yeah, go ahead. I'm not going to go see it. Because I do, Because the fact is, is I, I was going to... Don't say anything. I, no, don't I'm not. Spoil it. <laughs> spoil shit, man. But like, I, I wanted to go see Ghostbusters in the theater, and I still haven't done that, right? I wanted yep. to go see uh, Raccoon City, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City in the theater. I, I didn't do that. You know why? Because now it's on Amazon, and I could watch it at home. And on top of that, I heard it's terrible. Uh, I was going to go see Matrix Reloaded in the theater, and I didn't do that. Uh, and you know, I'm just like, and Spider Man was sort of like lowest on the list for me. Uh, that's that. <laughs> that said, I'm halfway through the newest Matrix movie, and, and dude, I don't know what to think. This movie's fucking all over the place, and half of it I really feel like was shot on an iPhone four because I'm like, what? What is this slow motion effect they're using? This isn't bullet time. This is like fucking weirdness, man. Like it feels very cheap. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, it gets better. I don't have high hopes. <laughs> we'll see. Anyways, back to the article, Brian. Oh, dude, talking about the Matrix movies way more fun than this article. Sorry. I watched the original Matrix last night. Still it's so fun. good. Yeah. But anyways, there's the, another day for that. Another, no. another time. <laughs> Cecil says, not an ad. So now we can move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. That's so what an ad would want you to think, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> this is how Facebook does their shit. 
Um, in the world of uh, so the next headline is niche titles geared toward PSVR two. In the world of gaming, players have gotten used to the concept of ports, remakes, and remasters. This can be good because it allows many games a second chance at life. However, the amount of these unoriginal games being released can cause fatigue at times. I, I kind of agree with that. Like, I want the thing is, is we haven't had enough remakes and remasters and stuff yet. Um, but you know, there's so many games that we grew up on that we identify with the with the PlayStation brand or just in general, even if it's third party or whatnot, that really can get new life uh, with VR, and that's what I'm talking about. That's something to me is really important for being a headset seller is stuff like um, you know these these big name IPs, stuff like Gra- uh, Gran Turismo series and Grand Theft Auto. These are going to be big big system sellers. But that shouldn't be – I agree that that shouldn't be the only thing. Like, like you want fresh new IPs built from the ground up for VR. Um, you want a lot of independent developers bringing – you know, really stretching and pushing the limits of what the technology can do. Um, and I think all of these are important. They're all important. But I do think remakes, remasters in VR, um, as well as potentially hybrid games, are going to be what – gets people to buy headsets and that's the number one goal first and foremost is to sell headsets yeah i I really think so too and i and i think that you know i i see both sides of this coin because honestly i've been i've been the guy jumping up and down saying i want bioshock and vr for i've been saying it since the first time i tried vr and like i'm good with like bioshock one if that's what it takes to get bioshock in vr like i don't need a bioshock four built from the ground up for vr i mean yes would it would be great but i envision that more of a hybrid game right something that like we'll be able to play on both when it finally gets here but if we've gotten remakes and remasters of all of these games for so long now so long like every single generation it's like oh here's your here's this game bioshock here's bioshock again and here's bioshock again and here's bioshock again and i've honestly been kind of holding off on bioshock to playing playing it again because it was so magical the first time, and I'm trying to forget as much as I can. And if you know me, you know that that's only going to take. It's forgetting the entire game is mere minutes away. Like I'm, I'm, I'm always on the verge of forgetting everything. Um, so, I think that, I think that Bioshock in VR will be like the first time it gets remade. That I'm like super duper interested in playing again, right? Because then I get I get to experience it in the best possible way. And yeah, it was. It's super important, man. Like I said, it doesn't have to be like this is everything. Like I agree there could be a fatigue that can start to settle in. Um, but, you know, I was I was the person that there's a lot of games I grew up playing that didn't age very well. And so I was one of these people online jumping up and down for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Finally happened after 20 years. Uh, and was like all about Crash Bandicoot remake, and and uh, and that was a big success. And these are key things. But then you know it starts to get into like, okay, we're re- we're remaking Croc, and it's like, all right, guys, now now this is too much. It's it is kind of picky and choosy, and you got to be very selective about well, these things. I do, I do have an I do have an issue with the idea that there's like remake fatigue. It was sort of the same thing with Telltale games. Telltale was like, we're we're making our Game of Thrones game, and we're making a Batman game, and we're making a a, a Fables game, and we're making this, and it was like boom, 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 boom. Everyone's like, you know, how could we possibly play all these? And I was like, don't, don't. Like, there, you play the ones you're interested in. 
right? If everything gets remade in VR, then you only have to play the ones that you're interested in, the ones that you've been waiting for, for, you know, for ever since VR was a thing. You don't have to play yeah. them all. Like, so right, I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't agree that even remake fatigue sh- is a thing. I, I think everything should be remade. Keep well, everything in I the think, current. I think the, where it becomes problematic is if there's less innovation, less new IPs happening yeah. in in favor of remakes. And I think it's sure. something you can get away with for a while, but at some point you got to start developing and innovating new stuff. Well, you need to make new games so that you can remake those again years later. <laughs> it's like you Games these days don't need to be remade and remastered <laughs> as much as old games right. do. Well, um, I would agree with you. I would agree with you except remaking them for VR would be the only step that I'd be interested in. I'm like, I don't care if you're remaking right. a game that was initially played in 720p at 30 FPS and you're making, and now you're remaking it at 40, 4K, 60 FPS with ray tracing. It's like, that doesn't interest me even in the slightest. Not in the slightest, but if you're going to take those games and put them in VR, suddenly I'm interested. Inside the game, yeah. right. And definitely changes it up big time. Uh, sure. Waleed Saeed Faridi with uh, another Canadian $5 tip. Thank you, Waleed. Um, says towards the end of the show or another games cast, can you guys also talk about Oculus Cambria and how it can impact PSVR two? I don't. What the hell? What is Oculus Cambria? Well, I was going to say like you know we're not the two guys most educated on that, and uh, and as far as I know, Cambria is the the PC like their next PC Oculus headset, right? It's, it's not going to be, uh, or no no, or this is just a super top of the line one. I don't know. Somebody in chat, uh, tell me about that. But also. This is why we're not really discussing it because short answer, Oculus doesn't it'll really be, concern us. <clears throat> short answer, it'll have to if it's a PC only device, it'll be competing probably with uh, you know, it'll be dominating the the high end PC VR yeah. thing, but that's you know, that's a much smaller market than than what Quest and uh, PSVR 2 are going to be. Yeah, and and if it is because again I am very confused on this because it was said in passing during that whole super long uh, Facebook event. Um, if it is the standalone, uh, super high powered one, um, then I, then I'm just like, I just, it, it, as always, it comes down to the games and, uh, and I'm just, if, if the PlayStation exclusives aren't going to be on there, um, then it's still hard for me to care, but then they're going to have their own exclusives. So it's, it's just one of those things, man. It's like, uh, you know what? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's save it for another That's time. Not, Cause I want to get, I want to <laughs> get educated on it before I just start like spouting random opinions. Yeah. Um, right. and, uh, and I have no idea. So, uh, we I'd, I'd love to talk about it eventually though. AJ, that has really thrown me for a loop here. Um, okay. Cost uh, fatigue. Got the it. PSVR two. Yeah. The PSVR right. two should not serve as a platform. The PSVR two should not serve as a platform for porting existing games. Rather, it should be a catalyst for new and innovative games to be released. Mere ports will never be able to take advantage of VR gaming in the same way that a game built for the platform from the ground up can games like Astrobot rescue mission have illustrated how impressive VR gaming can be when a studio gives a platform the attention it deserves and crafts something to take advantage of all the strengths and unique possibilities that VR gaming offers. One to, thing that yeah. this, he's missing here is Thank that you. people will prefer to play some remakes and whatnot over some brand new IPs and new games. Um, people will like the experience. Like I said, you like people this year uh, take Quest for example. They all cared about Resident Evil Four, and that that made a lot more noise, even with the imperfections of the port over a built from the ground up for VR. So yeah, if it's if it's it's got to go, you know. But there's there's a risk doing a AAA project built from the ground up for VR. So 
I think this is this is kind of the bridge the gap way to do this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I always thought that hybrid games uh, and ports of you know big AAA VR game, AAA flat screen games were going to be the way to get people into VR. Uh, and, and and a lot of those studios, the same studios that don't say 2K is going to give us a Bioshock port of the original then it's probably not an expensive venture for them to do it, right? And add VR elements. So you, instead of like walking up to something and hitting X, you walk up and you actually push the button on the vending machine, right? So they, they, they make something and then they start, they start figuring things out in VR for themselves. Um, sort of the same way that Naughty Dog remade The Last of Us for PlayStation 4 to kind of come to grips with the PlayStation 4 hardware. Uh, this, is a, this is a great way uh, that's not super financially... Uh, draining on a studio to get into VR, learn the ropes, and put something out that people are interested in that that will probably sell, and then they can start working on their, you know, their original VR game or again a hybrid game like if Bioshock Four is going to be whatever, then then they can have elements in it that feel like make the game feel like they were built from the ground up, uh, even if the game is going to be playable on flat screen. <sighs> I just keep, I feel like I just keep going off on like these really long rants. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I got a little AJ in me today. <laughs> so, um, go ahead. Okay. With Sony's. Uh, with Sony's recent acquisition of Fire Spray, a studio with plenty of experience in VR gaming, PlayStation may be getting some well crafted VR games soon. This bodes well for the PSVR 2 and suggests that with the new device will come genuinely new experiences. Yeah, I mean, that's one studio, though. There's a lot more. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a lot more uh, that's going to be going on, like we said before. Um, Games, games, games are going to be a huge selling factor, and it's going to be a combination of remakes. It's going to be hybrid games. It's going to be first-party VR-only exclusive games. Um, Yeah, it'll be impressive. It'll be very impressive if they can make some exclusives. You you take Half-Life Alex and and bring that to PSVR 2, that's a, like a PSVR 2 only that doesn't work on PS5 non-VR, uh, boom, a bunch of headsets sold. So it'll be interesting to see if there's more uh, projects like that that can have that big of an impact um, that are that require the PSVR 2 headset. So they're going to want to throw some of those in there as well. You know, what's funny, what's funny to me is every time I start thinking about, you know, this, this hybrid initiative where it's, you know, Sony wants these VR games to feel these hybrid games to feel like they were built from the ground up for VR. All I can think of is that instead of being developed as a flat screen game, and then they have to go in and like you know figure out how to make uh, how to make your hands move and how to pick up items instead of hitting an X button or something along those lines. All I can think is that I think a lot of these games are going to be built the uh, the other way around, right? Is that they're going to be built very very uh, with a lot of interactivity in mind. And then they go, okay, well, we just have to kind of strip out some of this stuff and add the X button and have like these automated interactions uh, pop up every single time the player wants to do something on a, in the flat screen version. Um, and think of, and I think if you think about games that way and if you think about the future of VR that way, uh, this, this whole hybrid model starts making a whole lot more sense. And they can say, oh, we have to change the way everything works. It's like, no, that's just like the way that it was built. So it was actually, they were built from the ground up for VR and then like kind of, uh, some sh- shit was chopped out for the flat screen version. I don't know. I'd yeah. be interested to see and if that's true or not. That's how that'll all you know, go down. I've, and I've mentioned a million times, great examples of games that have converted to 
VR and seem like, wow, like this has so many qualities of a game that it feels like it was built from the ground up for VR that would really work. It's it's going to be kind of a game-by-game basis. Some will, some will just be like flip the switch and ready to go, and, and others will require a little bit more retooling. Yeah, No Man's Sky, I think, is 100% the perfect example of that, and I think you've brought that up before as an example plenty of times. Yeah, I'm try- I didn't mention it again on purpose because I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> repeat myself too much. Nice. Um, there is no form of gaming as immersive as VR gaming. Uh, the kind True. of ex- <laughs> very true i was just fact checking totally every agree. sentence now <laughs> <laughs> i totally agree i i thought ps4 was very immersive I, I, first time i played bloodborne i was like so immersed and then i played vr and i'm like yep doesn't get more immersive than this maybe the next best thing is plugging a cable into the back of my head <laughs> yeah oh matrix style one. that's that's the only more uh immersive form I hate to say okay, it. I, I'm fucking ready for it, man. You give me the cable. I'll just fucking <laughs> shove it right in. Hopefully, I, I, you know, I don't even need the socket, man. We'll just see if it connects to anything. <laughs> uh, the kind of experiences it offers simply cannot be recreated with traditional screen gaming. Playing Wipeout 2048 on television may offer some high-speed fun, but only in VR can it put players in the cockpit and have them briefly believing that they have well and truly been transported into a new world. Why briefly? I play that game for hours at a time and smash into every wall that comes my way. Uh, the downside to vr gaming is that it can occasionally result in motion sickness some players are more prone to it than others but it affects enough people for it to be a problem worth considering it is believed that motion sickness is caused by mixed signals received by the brain the vr headset tells the brain that it's in motion yet the muscles in the body signal to the brain that no motion is occurring the result is a confused brain that produces motion sickness a similar effect occurs to some people when sitting in the backseat of a car yes uh so I don't get motion sickness, um, but I 100% agree. One of the most obvious things, this is probably the most, the best point that he's made in this article, mm-hmm. is finding a solution for motion sickness. I don't think that's going to be very hard. Plus, uh, um, Sony has already said and mentioned things like this. We've also seen patents, uh, several patents hinting at they are doing all these things like, like the, the little uh, motor in the headset that causes like a shake. And, you know, while that could be something that could potentially be used for just a cool immersive feature, um, it could also, their studies apparently according to the patent show that it is also linked to reducing motion sickness. I think that is a huge, uh, important thing to tackle even if it's something that we're like ah, you know it's not something we deal with i still think it's really really important for others absolutely um yeah there's uh there were there were studies um god what was it uh it says research this is i think quote from uh road to vr Researchers from the National Taiwan University, National uh, Chengchi University, and Texas A&M say that haptic feedback delivered to the to the to the head directly from a VR headset can significantly reduce motion sickness related to full locomotion. And, uh, you know, and if, and if, if it's as simple as, as that to help eliminate motion sickness, I mean, this, this is going to be awesome, right? Because on the flip side, Oh, good. Well, I mean, I was just gonna say, it's like, it's plenty of people play, plenty of people who suffer from motion sickness play VR anyway. Right, they they just either push through it and deal with it, and then they have a miserable time, and then they have, associate this miserable time with motion sickness, or they put on all the blinders and they put on the comfort settings. And they have to teleport, click 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 around the world, right? And it's like, 
I don't feel like those people are getting the same experience that you and I are, right? I mean, right. I definitely have suffered from motion sickness before, depending on, you know, if I play on an empty stomach, if I'm kind of tired, if I'm too, if I'm, if I've over caffeinated, empty stomach, like whatever it is, man, like sometimes a, a strange combination of things can affect how you feel in a game. Um, and, uh, and, and so I've, I've felt it before and it's not fun. And if I had to teleport around the worlds to play VR games, I don't know if I'd be interested. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think that this is really impacted some people's first impressions of VR or their second or third or fourth impressions. And this is going to change that. On the flip side, Sony also has to be aware that some of these comfort features that they're enforcing also cause motion sickness to some people or discomfort. I will say I don't get motion sickness, but teleport only click turning only this stuff causes me because I do it at such a rapid pace. And so it's like, click, 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 click. <laughs> This stuff causes me nausea and discomfort. So on the flip side, I have no problem with with motion sen- uh, motion comfort, um, motion sickness prevention. But there has to be, you know, an option to turn off all that stuff as well because yeah. it's seriously it's uh, it's rough having it's it's very jarring uh, going from one to the other constantly. Yeah, it sucks. Like so, Sony's so intent on making sure that nobody gets sick in VR that they're they're either going to frustrate a, ton, a bunch of people who are trying to figure out you know we we need to we need i know we've said this before but i think it's really really important that with psvr2 we come up we come up with a new glossary a new set of definitions standard terms that we all accept things like click turning people use like seven different expressions for click turning the people don't use teleportation or, or full locomotion all the time so so and, and then blinders are a whole nother thing right blinders vignettes and then if you go into Wipeout, man, trying to figure out the best settings for Wipeout, near impossible. Because I don't understand half of what they're saying in the menu screen. So, like, I really do think one way that PSVR 2 and maybe VR in general can, like, we can all move forward together is just come up with a set of terms that we all agree on. Yeah. And and just use those from now on because then it makes the option screen much easier to deal with uh, or just have, you know, presets in your options instead of having to go through each one individually, which you can. It would be nice to customize it. Go have presets. I don't suffer from motion sickness at all. I suffer from a, a little bit of motion sickness. I suffer from a ton of motion sickness. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And you know, hey, mm-hmm. I am I always pick option one. I always pick option yeah. two. I always pick option the three. PS5 the PS5 has presets and preferences that you can enable, like if you want more performance or if you want uh, the higher resolution. Um, yeah, like a preset thing like that. That way you don't have to set it for every single game. Um, I do hope to see a lot more like standardized features such as this. Um, where I could just from my main menu flip flip it on to hey I don't have any motion sickness and every game automatically gets set to yep. um, you know the what I prefer that would be that would be really really good I I, I would love just that. the quality of life features yeah yeah uh, the next paragraph is all about uh, how to avoid motion sickness at home <laughs> so we can skip that um, but then it says already Sony has demonstrated the PSVR two will be a good improvement from the PlayStation VR. This has been seen with the reveal of the PSVR 2 controllers, which are orb-shaped and orbs, 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 and, orbs. And, and designed to allow players to move their hands freely. Much like the DualSense, the PSVR 2 controllers will have adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. With the amount of innovation yes. Sony's showing off, it seems like the company is aware of some of the shortcomings of the original PSVR and is working hard on producing a truly next-generational experience with the PlayStation VR 2. Yep. So... Um, some of the things we agreed with, you know, like I said, I think their best point here was, you know, having a 
solution for motion sickness. It's not like a big surprise. There's so much more that they could do, though. To I mean, they're just saying how can PlayStation, how PlayStation can improve PSVR two? Like, good God, there's a huge, <laughs> huge list of things other than you know games and motion sickness. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Um, and from top to bottom, there's quality of life features. I think number one, uh, let's let's go ahead. If you're ready, Brian, why don't we go into what we can add to this? Yeah, kick it um, up, absolutely. To try and make some marketing. Their uh, biggest problem uh, with PSVR, I think, has been marketing. And in one way, they haven't. It, it's been their efforts of marketing. Uh, and in another way, it's been that PSVR has not always been the most marketable thing as well. Um, but even when they've had opportunities, they didn't stick the landing very well. Um, things like I've said before, you know, showing Astrobot in a, they announced Astrobot in a PS blog. Yeah. Um, and they had Trover saves the universe on an E3 stage. And I was just like banging my head against the wall. Like, what are you doing? Astrobot looks so incredible. And, and, uh, I can't believe you're showing Trover saves the universe. No offense to Justin Rowland. Love the dude. He's a big supporter of VR. Um, but that game failed miserably. And that was so obvious to me that that was going to happen and how could me as just a simple consumer only like one year experience in vr at all uh being able to predict i i think that they could definitely take a page out of oculus's book here oculus has done a great job uh really aggressive strong marketing and uh and i think the the, the good news is is that psvr2 will be way more marketable than psvr1 was so i think they'll be able to double down on the marketing for it and, and really improve in that sector. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I think, I think we're probably just gonna, um, you know, I feel it's like the, their marketing, <laughs> you know, I, I know I'm just, I'm, I'm just thinking about all the marketing that we've seen for PlayStation VR one and all the different ways they tried. And, uh, and, you know, they probably didn't see a whole lot of great results from any of those. Um, but man, I really hope that they have an ace up their sleeve for this. So hopefully they've been watching, you know, it, it cause it need it does need to be improved quality and improved quantity. You know, you, everywhere you look, you see Facebook and everywhere you, I mean, I don't watch TV. Like traditional TV, everything I do is through streaming services. And somehow I couldn't avoid seeing that Resident Evil 4 Oculus uh, Quest commercial like a thousand times over the last two months. Yeah. So like they really yeah. do need to get better about, you know, like their product placement and everything else. And, and now that they have a product that is worth, you know, really spending a lot of money, uh, marketing money on, we'll see what they do. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to Hugh Guyver before this gets too far away from us with the Australian $10 it says belated Merry Christmas to PlayStation VR without parole and all the game cats. 2022 is going to be a great year for VR fire, fire, fire. Oh yes. Hell oh, yeah, yes. It is. Say hi oh, cousin Mac shout for out us. to cousin Mac. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. So I totally agree with that one. And, and I know that we have like a list of other ones that we want to talk about. Um, and I'm going to totally go off rails here just for a second and say that okay. I really, to improve PlayStation VR two. I would really like two SKUs at launch, one wireless and one wired, just to make, just to keep everybody happy, right? It's like, I've always been like, ah, oh, one wire's not going to bother me. I'm totally fine. But man, for all the people who have been spoiled by wireless and really want PlayStation 5 or PlayStation VR 2 to utilize the, con the console and be wireless and kind of best of both worlds, uh, we know the tech is possible. 
And I, I just hope that Sony's thinking about delivering two SKUs. And, uh, you know, obviously there'd be a big price difference for that. But um, I would be, I'd be very interested to see if they could make that happen. That would be uh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, I that's always something I thought maybe would come later on. Yeah. Um, because let let the technology develop, let it get a little bit uh, less expensive. Um, I could see us getting a wireless PSVR Pro model or something like years from now. Um, but it's n- obviously not something I I think the first model is going to be or or whatever. I don't, I think I think we still are a ways away from that. Um, but like you said, the technology is all in place, so. Uh, yeah, it'd be totally cool. Uh, Satan's neighbor with the Canadian $5 tip says the most important improvement needed for the PlayStation VR two is drink holders. Clearly, clearly. Uh, yeah, I, I would, <laughs> I know we're joking, but I would love to be able to drink <laughs> coffee without having to lift my headset up. It'd be great. Um, the next thing, uh, is backwards compatibility. I oh, think yeah. that would be, uh, you know, that's not, that's kind of a hard thing to say how it would improve over the first one. Um, but that is just something I'll throw out there. We have a whole thing talking about backwards compatibility and there's a strong rumor hinting at, uh, that, that could be a possibility. So I think that would, I know there's a lot of people that uh, didn't get PSVR one are really excited about PSVR two and want backwards compatibility. They, they still want to access the library. Um, I've said before, I think you need at least 10, 20% of the current library, like our must haves. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's really, really important. Um, if not, at least get remasters and, and things like that. Yeah. I mean, you say it's not really a way to improve it over the first one, but I, I actually think you're wrong. I think it would be the worst thing about having a PlayStation VR one at launch was like every week being like, please, 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 please let there be new VR games on the store. Please. I'm like, I'm playing every single title that's coming my way because I just can't get enough. Right. And and to and to be able to say, hey, you know, if, if you haven't played PSVR one and you're just jumping in right here at launch PSVR two, then here's 500 games that are available to you right now. It's like that yeah. to have that yeah. wealth of games, even if they do feel outdated compared to what's happening on PlayStation VR two proper. I think it's yeah. I, I think it's super essential to kind of have that back catalog to be able to access, so that at no point either like anybody's like, oh, there's no games. There's no games because I mean that's you know, we just don't we just don't ever want to hear that. You, you never yeah. want consumers to have money that they want to throw at you and not get and then not give them a reason to actually throw the money at you. Totally. Uh, the next thing, uh, services. This is something that they can do. You know, we care about games, 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 and the hardware. Uh, but I do think there is a huge, major opportunity. I would be absolutely my my mind would absolutely be blown if they don't have some services already in mind and um, things like, and and I'm sure they already do things like a movie theater app where you can rent movies and, and watch movies with your friends in VR. Um, You know, some people Xbox have said that uh, VR is an isolated experience, but that's not true when there's multiplayer games and you're separated from your loved ones and can't be with them. But with with VR, you can. And and I think um, there's a lot of people, myself included, that are in that situation where it's something really special when when you can't be with that person you want to be with. And you can spend that in a virtual avatar or whatever in VR with your with your friends, your loved ones, your family, whoever. And, uh, you know, 
have some service tied to it where you can either go see a movie or something together. You can uh, also there's a pandemic. So this is, you know, this is something that, uh, you know, is just practical at this point. Um, but not just movie theaters, uh, sports events, sporting events going, you know, maybe you don't have the money or it's not the most accessible thing to uh, go see your sports team, mm-hmm. your favorite sports team. Uh, at the time, and if they have something that can put you in the stadium to experience that and with you and your friends, uh, that would be really, really cool. Um, or music concerts. Yeah. I think uh, I think the, the combination of services, even stuff like Netflix, um, there's the truth is, is that Netflix uh, was at one point like the largest uh, PlayStation was the largest place where Netflix was watched um, for the longest time. And so people... Even though you know the hardcore gamers like us care about these games, these services are very important. And I think uh, a virtual theater, a virtual sporting event, a music concert, museum, all sorts of stuff um, are would would be, go a long way. Yeah, no, I I'm with you, man. Like the, I, I think I've said a ton of times, part sometimes joking and, and sometimes not that like. It, all I care about is VR gaming, right? If, if you want me to use, you, you've made a joke about doing your taxes in VR. I was like, I don't care. You know, if somebody creates an app so you can do surgery in VR, like none of that, none of that interests me whatsoever. But the social aspect of VR really, really, really shouldn't be understated. Like being able to like just put your headset on, be in a different world, walk outside and go like, hey, like get your friends together and let's go to the movie theater and go sit in a row together you know, and be able to like shoot the shit during the movie and watch a movie together. Like this whole social aspect is actually really, really important. And so, you know, and this kind of leans in a little bit to like the bigger prospect of what these movie apps and everything else could be tied together with. And that's an updated VR version of PlayStation home, right? It's kind of like PlayStation's own metaverse. Like here's my apartment. Right. I'm, I'm like with microtransactions, I'm like purchasing, you know, furniture and, uh, and, and decorating it. So if people come over, they're like, Oh, look at that. And like my, my platinum trophies are up on a wall. Um, I think that wall would be, I, people say this all the time. I want to display my platinum trophies. I'm like, I only have 42 and I'm like, that's a lot of fucking space. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so maybe it could well, be like you... rotating or something. I could just spin them. Um, but... You basically nailed the last one I was going to say, which is a free social app, and then uh, maybe maybe you do it, or it's a paid one, and and it's just everything in there is free. But I think the practical way is you probably um, you you do a free PlayStation Home style yeah. social app. Uh, and then you can spend money to expand it and enhance it. Um, you know, that's going to be a hard one to compete in. But but it's just like you said, it's just like its own little metaverse of stuff and um, its own little world. Like, welcome to PlayStation World, uh, where, you know, yeah. you you get all your custom stuff and you get to socialize with people. And, you know, there's there's movie events. There's all sorts of stuff and have its own little Sony metaverse. Um and I, I think that would be a, a huge thing that they could take advantage of. They they have movies. They have Uncharted movie coming out. They have Spider-Man that just came out. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff, and um, there's a lot of stuff on the Sony label that could be utilized. And I just think that would be the cherry on top. Um, after all the other features and improvements we get to have these services on the side, I think would uh, keep people engaged with the headset longer. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think Rec Room is doing it kind of perfectly. Uh, Rec Room like- is a perfect example. I spent Christmas uh, with friends in Rec Room, um, and 
Yeah, it was amazing. There was there was uh, ski slopes and there was fire, fire like these ca- uh, cabin logs, uh, log cabins or whatever, with fireplaces <laughs> and Christmas decorations, and and they looked really good. And um, and yeah, it's like this stuff would be amazing. Well, and that's ex- that's absolutely it, man. Like I've used I used Rec Room for free for years. And then finally, like, you know, we were doing this Halloween thing. We were doing a Halloween stream on your channel. And you're like, come along and hang out. And I was like, all right, cool. And so before that, I went and spent $7.99, I think, on a Halloween costume. Right? And I still wear it to this day. I think it's fucking awesome. It's the best thing I've ever bought in any game. And um, and so if, if you know, if, if PlayStation Home VR was free to use... Uh, and then they were like, "Hey, like, I mean, that's the that's the kind of place where like I would be, I want my character to look cool, right? I'm like, I'm gonna spend hundreds, if yeah. not thousands, of hours in this kind of metaverse. I am absolutely so excited to like make my character look cool, make my apartment look cool, and if it requires a few bucks on my side, then I get it because I'm gonna spend thousands of hours with this thing. Um, so, yeah, dude, and that's just a few of the ways that PlayStation VR two can be improved <laughs> to be continued <laughs> to be continued yeah i mean like we're, we never we're never going to run out of things to talk about uh, as far as as far as yeah. this subject um but as far well, as I definitely this feel like these are all pretty critical stuff yeah i think so i think so and i really hope that sony doesn't come along and say this all made perfect sense to you but to us we didn't even think about it it's not like you know <laughs> we it wasn't even on our minds we just wanted to make a nice headset and we're like well i want the nice headset but i also want all this other shit too I just, I mean, we don't even have folders on PlayStation 5 yet, so I'm, like, a little nervous about the whole home VR situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of those, I think, can make it in. Some of them won't, but we'll just have to wait and see. I hope they I hope they nail as much of this as they can, though, and it would be perfection. Yeah. Give us something primitive at, at launch. Like, it doesn't have to be the full scale of the whole virtual world, right? It's like, just give us something primitive, like our apartment or whatever, and a menu to connect with friends, something along those lines. And then slowly, you know, make it so a little more immersive. And, you know, we'll, we'll take the updates as they come. And we'll be really excited about those, I'm sure. Mad Max, the Metaverse GameCat VR, with the $10 tip, says, Good news for VR. The most given present this Christmas was Quest 2. Uh, lots of new VR users. New people means yeah. new interest in PSVR. Two options, wireless, tethered, just like they brought out two PS5s. Yeah, man. So VR interest has an all at an all time high. That is absolutely great news. Um, like I said, Facebook doing all of Sony's hard work for them, getting people into headsets, and that is awesome news. Yeah, I think it'll be uh, Facebook and Sony leading the way in the VR market by far. I don't right. even think it'd be much competition. I mean, just look at Cambria. Whatever, whatever that means. <laughs> as, soon as, I, as soon as I find out what the hell it is, you got it. We're totally going to talk about that. No, again, that yeah, that was said in passing so quickly that I'm like, oh fuck, I totally blanked. AJ, is it time for twenty Dude, questions? It is, and I believe it's my turn, right? And I have a game. game and you have yeah. a game. Oh, I so did it exciting. while you were going on your 20 minute rants. <laughs> so, that's why that's secretly why I was doing. Cause I was like, AJ hasn't picked out a game yet. Yeah. I'm giving him. That's some why time. I secretly didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, man. Well, that means that me and all of you cats out there, we've got 20 yes or no questions uh, to figure out what game, what PSVR game AJ's testing us with. Uh, we also have only six minutes, so I'm going to put that clock up on the counter right now. This is from Timertopia. If you ever want a cool clock to use in a video, go to Timertopia on YouTube. Not a paid sponsorship, but they are nice enough to let us use the clock. So, got to kind of pimp that out every so often. Gatorade 23, the HTO Despising GameCat with a $10 tip. 
Didn't say anything. Thank you so I'm much. Actually, fine last sec because I think this one might have already been done before. Now I don't remember. Okay, that's fine. I'm going to read this other tip too, and then uh, so you let me know when you're ready. I'm Cecil, good. Yeah, I'm good. Cecil, CEO of uh, Kiwi Products Interactive. Uh, <laughs> I, Cecil, hopefully uh, that you lose that nickname by the time we see you next. Uh, Five dollar <laughs> tip says I'm currently trying to earn cute Christmas hats from a recent update. By January 1st in the Kena Bridge of Spirits PlayStation 5. This game would look amazing in PlayStation VR 2. Yeah, 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 I I know our good friend, our good friend Paradise Decay uh, played some Kena on four picks or something and was really blown away by it. Nice. Yeah. Um, Nice. Uh, Dude, you know, listen, it's, it's just every, every other week that goes by. Somebody's like, oh, one person out there made put like you know modded Bioshock and put it into VR. One person out there modded Horizon and put it into VR. One person out there modded Kina and put it into. It's like, it's like if one person that doesn't even have the source code to all this shit can make this stuff happen, like Sony as a company better be fucking making this shit happen. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Uh, thank you, Cecil. We appreciate you, and I promise I'll stop calling you the CEO of Kiwi. <laughs> All right, are you ready, AJ? I'm ready. All right, I'm going to put the clock up, and let's go, Cats. Uh, does it have move support? It does have move support. Oh, ho, ho. we got a yes right off the bat. Uh, I'm not even going to ask about the other controllers yet. Um, is it spooky? Um, No, I'd say no. No, okay. Some people might maybe would find it, but it's not really, no. Okay, so not Doom Three. <laughs> Actually, Doom Three doesn't have move support either. So, hmm. would you call this a narrative-driven game? Uh, yes, but but uh, that's like not what you would think about it at all. Like that won't help you at all. Okay. Um. Let's see. Does it have multiplayer? It does not have multiplayer. Okay. Thank you guys for all the suggestions in the chat. I'm kind of scanning here as I go. Um, is it a puzzle game? It is not a puzzle game. Uh, no good, Mark. Five. Does it have... I mean, is, it, is there a lot of shooting in this game? There is a lot of shooting in this game. Okay. Guys, let's take a beat. It's not very. It's not very spooky. It uses the moves, and there's a lot of shooting. Um, there's no multiplayer. There's a narrative, but that's not going to really help us. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty much not narrative driven. Um, yeah. Is it? Do you? Is there? Do you move in this game? Is there movement? There is movement in this game. Okay. For some reason, I had shooty fruity on the brain. I know we had that at some point, but. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, Oh, man. I'm thinking raw data. I don't know where you guys are at with this, but I've got raw data on the brain. Uh, has this developer made other PSVR games? Uh, they have made other PSVR games. Okay. Is it developed by Servios? It's not developed by Servios. Oh, man. We were going down the wrong track. I was going down the wrong track. I'm blaming it all on you guys. We were doing this together. How dare you let me down? Um Let's see. London Studio hasn't made other PSVR games, although well, London Heist is sort of something. Uh, um, yeah, PSVR Worlds is another game. Yes. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Does this game have <laughs> DLC that's got aim support? DLC that has aim support or pat or additional modes um, that were added later with aim support. Uh, no to part of that. No, this game does not have DLC with aim support. Okay. That was added later. Does it have? Does the game have aim support? I'm trying. It does to have out. aim support? There we go. That's that's number eleven. Number eleven. Okay. <clears throat> Um, okay, so guys, there is movement. It does have aim support. Uh, not a lot of games have aim support, so this is going to help us out. Um, uh, no multiplayer, so that gets rid of Evasion. It gets rid of Arizona Sunshine. Um, that gets rid of After the Fall. Gets rid of Dick Wild 2. No locomotion means no Dick Wild 1. Um, Crisis Brigade. There's no... No, that's teleportation, so there's... Both of those games are out. Um, try, come on, guys, help me think of. Um, forget the forget the story driven thing, guys. Yeah, help me think of other aim games because we've got two minutes to go, and I think it's oh, Alvo doesn't have any story though, no narrative at all. So no Alvo, and the Alvo's got multiplayer. Um, ooh, unearthing Mars Two would be a great one, but there's no look. <laughs> that's also teleportation, node to node. Um. Doom VR is scary. Who would de- definitely? He said not spooky. Um, I said some people said it, it would be scary. Think it would be scary, but yeah, I wouldn't think so. Did, did this game come out this year? This game did not come out this year. All right, so that gets rid of Doom Three anyway. Um, Frack doesn't have aim support, and this game got DLC. Wait a minute. Did you just stream this game on Saturday or on Christmas? Because did you stream the Christmas DLC of this game? Not, on? I did not stream this game. No, that would have been great. That would have been Borderlands 2. It would have been awesome. Damn it. Um, Farpoint has multiplayer. 13. Uh, oh, God damn it. Um, is it sci-fi based? Like sci-fi setting? Uh, it's pretty sci-fi, yeah. Okay. God, I don't know if I'm going to get this, guys. I'm trying to think of... It can't be boxed in. Come on, guys. Aim support, aim support, aim support. Ooh, Sniper Elite's a good one. Um, but Sniper Elite came out this year as well. Chat has definitely said it like eight times. Oh, no. I can't <laughs> scroll back. It's against the rules. Oh, no. who's who, No Man's Sky doesn't have aim support. Uh, Warzone, no. Wait. Warzone, no, no narrative. Uh, Frack doesn't have aim support. Frack doesn't have aim support. Guys, I, I'm I'm so lost. I'm so sorry if you guys said it a bunch of times, and uh, and I'm not going to get it. Yeah, something. Is it dreams? It is not dreams. You have already forgotten that another Doom game exists because it's Doom virtual fucking reality. Yeah, and 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 I and I do feel awful for this because I saw Doom VFR <laughs> go by in the chat so frequently. It was and, so and, funny. And what kept me from? And what kept? Dude, I, I, the first thing you—it's just Doom Three. It's that's understandable. Man, Doom you guys, Three you guys hits. Are, 
entirely so. replaced. The first thing you said, I said you were like, does it have aim, uh, aim move support? I was like, yes. You're like, Doom Three doesn't have move support, so it can't be. I was like, you got You're awfully so close, close right there. Yeah. Oh man, you were oh, so man. close the entire time. My apologies to everybody in the chat Ooh, who was screaming Doom VFR and like that I don't. Is so funny. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what kept me away from it. I just kind of. I just. I think I just kind of kept Doom, um, kind of put Doom in that um, horror category, and I just like. Tom Flesh here gaming no, no. says shit. How did you? How did I miss that? I know because he was he was literally talking about Doom VFR right as we were starting, and I'm like, <laughs> I was like, shut up, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the cats the cats got it, and I did not. I'm yeah. so sorry, guys. I'm so Chat sorry. Chat got it right. You guys, you guys all got it right. As far you as guys can kick major ass. I'm sorry that I didn't listen better. I promise I'll be a better listener. It's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> I mean, that and like eating way less pizza, probably. <sighs> All right, you guys. Uh, listen, I want to give a quick shout out to everybody who helps the channel run. Um, I, I, listen, Ali Himbre in the chat says, it's it's your fault, Brian. And you know, and I, and I agree with that. <laughs> I, actually, I was going to read your comment because I thought you said it's not your fault, Brian. And I was going to be like, well, killers. whose fault is it? It's totally my fault. But you're like, it's your fault. I'm like, fucking right it is. So uh, killer's asking sci-fi setting? Yeah. Doom is definitely a oh. sci-fi yeah. setting. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. They open I mean, a portal to hell using their sci-fi technology. Yeah, it doesn't take place on like a Mars <laughs> in their sci-fi lab like... on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would have, I would have called it a horror setting. Um, but, but I again, not I, for I, VFR. I would have said that for when you said it was scary. I probably would have said that for three, but not for VFR. It's not really a horror game but but it, it's wishy-washy hey what are you gonna do um, you know it's and, all good and twitcher i hope you were uh okay with my answers I, he's he not was, he's not he says aj got it wrong was, brian got was, it right he was grilling <laughs> me the whole time good lord twitcher wow who That's hurt tough. you i know right apparently you did <laughs> show apparently. me on the doll show me on the doll aj <laughs> marry fuck kill uh guys thank you so much uh we love all of you we appreciate every single person that helps this channel run you guys know that we cannot do it without you this community means the world to me uh and i fucking love all of you so so very much um should, you, instead of listening off every single person that helps me r r do this i'm just gonna say thank you you know who you are and aj thank you uh make sure if you don't already subscribe to aj at ps underground so go subscribe to him guys we'll be back on Wednesday with another episode. Thank you to everybody in the chat. Thank you to everybody who helped us out in 20 questions. Thank you to everybody who tipped. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon.com slash Without Pearl Games. And thank you to everybody who sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. And we love you just as much. AJ and Alberto Mopum. Can I cue the cat? Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say happy birthday, first and foremost, to your long shadows of the Gabe Cat Meow. Thank you for being such an avid supporter uh, and awesome member of our community. Long Jason Ewing uh, says, don't forget to thumbs up the stream, Tarzan. Tom Flesh here <laughs> Gaming. Have a great night. Much love to you, too. Triangulator, my dude. Uh, that was fun. Thank you so much. Scott Disco, Peace in Hair, Fell, Peace VR, Game Cap for Life. Uh, what up, homie? Thank you for joining Mark Smith. Uh, Crastol says, meow. Uh, I like it. M-R-O-W. I dig it. The Sacred Grove says, Doom VFR is action. Yes. Action shooter. That's what I was thinking. Justin Cassidy's this festival to all the cats in the chat. Uh, TC13.5's cat, thank you for hanging out. So good to see you. Don't be a stranger. Come once again. Well, come on down. Don't be, be shy. Be as stranger as you can. Be as stranger <laughs> as you can. That's the motto around here. Be as stranger as you can. Can't wait to see what game based off a of popular IP you're working on. 
<laughs> Brax, bro. <laughs> Brax, bro. Nobody's watching. It's the credits. Uh, Brax, bro. Um, Zach Lightning. Uh, Nick Bulo, thank you so much. Super Dexter Murphy, you have a great night as well. Uh, Zach Lightning says, Cyber Demons. Yes, the best, one of the best parts about Doom. I love Doom. Satan's Neighbor, uh, looking forward to PSVR 2. More, mere seconds away, he says. Wow, he's worse than you, Brian. Um, <laughs> Mad Max, I mean, the Metaverse game cat. It's also VR. true, man. It's also <laughs> true. We are seconds away from the PlayStation VR 2 reveal. It's like, just more like seconds a, than you're expecting. Yeah, a bajillion, gazillion seconds. Hundred of thousands, I can't wait, millions. Guys. Mere seconds, mere bazillion <laughs> seconds. Neon Groove. <laughs> Matthew Longo, uh, thank you, man. You guys have a wonderful Stingray X. Got to shout you out, too, man. I see you. Twitcher, you have a great night. Uh, love y'all. You uh, That game cat in the chat. Good to see you again, homie, as well. God, I love seeing him come back. Right where, right on where he belongs. End, He's in the cat. chat. I uh, LC2552, MRI Gamer, Mark Pringlesley, David the Game Cat Runs, All You Are is Family. All You Are is Family, the Vindy's oh cat. I love it. All We Are Family. <laughs> well, well, it's all about family. <laughs> I, I know I'm not I know I'm not supposed to pick favorites, but man, si- Sirens on my end, the Game Cat is about as on brand <laughs> as you can possibly get for without parole. And the only uh, problem is, is every time we say his name, we have to be like, "There's no sirens." If you hear sirens right now, those are your sirens. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Look in your <laughs> rear view. There's a, there's a bit of a conundrum <laughs> with that name change. Shit's going down. <sighs> They're on to you. All right, let's I'm get out of here. Let's get. It's Monday, man. We got we got shit to do. We got we got pizza Happy to Monday, eat. Guys. Oh, happy Monday.